Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. She can go bake a cake in that second bedroom with the refrigerator and oven and have a grand old time, but we're going home. Hi, Brendan. Hey. So we have a very special returning guest yes. to the podcast, Joe Reed. Welcome back to the stage. Thank you. When was the last time you were here? I feel like I'm trying to think of what drag race cast we were previewing. Oh my god. Oh. And it must it have been a minute last ago. Summer. Because when we were yes. doing just Drag Race episodes. I think that's probably yeah. true. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I, right. I definitely know that was the main topic of discussion. Okay. Oh, for sure. 1,000%. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you back. You Thank have, you. Uh, I'm not even sure if you were doing this podcast last time you were here. The This Had Oscar Buzz Yeah, podcast. this is definitely new. Yeah, okay. for sure. So that's exciting. My new baby. Yeah, it's me and my friend Chris File, and we talk about... Uh, movies that were sort of positioned for Oscar success and then they didn't get it. And it's a fun little sort of niche, especially if you like are really into the Oscars, which like I am and yeah. Chris is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a lot of, I'm trying to think of what we did. We just did a whole bunch of a series on the movies of 2003. So we talked about like Sylvia, like Gwyneth Paltrow and the Sylvia Plath uh, oh, biography. Yeah. And, um, that movie In the Cut with Meg Ryan and Mark Ruffalo, which oh, if you've yeah. ever seen like pictures of Mark Ruffalo's dick on the internet, it is probably from that movie. So. Was that Meg Ryan's last movie? No, but it's like the last movie where she was sort of taken very seriously, uh, I feel um, like. She like made movies after that, but like that was a big blow to her career. And now she's in the Bravo Extended Universe. Yeah. Oh, oh right, the Mellencampiverse. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, Teddy's all, stepmom. I know, it's so weird. Of all the movies that had Oscar buzz, what would you say is the one that is most deserving of actually getting nominated slash winning? Oh, gosh. We've had a few like that. Um, 
Well, we talked about the Family Stone, and I know Brendan. Oh, like you yeah. and I are on similar pages. Did it have fun? It did, especially for Diane Keaton. I feel <gasps> like in the lead up to that, she dies. people really thought, <laughs> yeah, she had like a really like very buzzy kind of a role, and she's okay. Diane Keaton. Um, so yeah, that's one of them. There's Wait, you should come back for our Family Stone episode. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely <laughs> will. Absolutely, I love that movie. It's honestly our most unwell episode because we <laughs> we always watch it. For start, even though like we've already seen it every time, we always yeah. watch it, have cocktails while watching it, and yeah. then get on mic, <laughs> ramble. Yeah. Oh, that's um, perfect. Okay, so. I've only seen two movies so far this year, I think. Okay, let's hear it. Which ones? And I feel like one legitimately might have Oscar buzz. Okay. Us? Oh, yes. Well, so, yes. I think that probably does. I don't think it's going to quite pan out because... Really? Well, so it's Jordan Peele, and so, like, every time you have a movie from a guy who was, like, a Best Director nominee, yeah. and he won the screenplay Oscar, so, like, that's going to have something, and Lupita's an Oscar winner, yeah. so there's that, too. It's much more of a horror movie yeah. than Get Out was. I think Get Out, you sort of had, like, genre, genre blending, sure. and Us is just, like, straight-up horror, yeah. and I think there's still a little bit of, like... Uh, like snobbiness to that genre a little yeah. bit, but but didn't Silence of the Lambs kind of and that opened the game? in February also? Yes. So anytime there's a horror movie, but like I think of something like Hereditary last year, where mm. like I remember people were really trying to build up something for Tony Collette. In that yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. And Lupita's performance sort of reminds me a little bit of that in okay. just terms of like how intense it is, and yeah. it couldn't happen for Tony, and I really, really wish it would have, because I thought she was great in that. Yeah. But, yeah, Us is really good, so yeah. I would love it if Lupita could get a nomination yeah. for that. Wait, what's your other movie? What else? Do you, you think saw? there's any buzz one too. with yeah. Detective Pikachu? Did not see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I am too old for Pikachu. I'm too old for Pokemon. Question, does, does this qualify for an animated film? Film. I mean, it's live action, but then there's like all the create all the Pokemon are animated. I think these kinds of hybrids don't qualify for like the best animated mm. film Oscar. I think you have to have like okay. a really really grand majority Sad. of it. Yeah, yeah it's too yeah. bad. Okay. Um, I saw artist renderings of Pikachu today from oh like one of the artists who worked on it. He posted on Twitter, and his original rendering made it so the circles on Pikachu's cheeks uh-huh. were bald spots. <laughs> it's really scary. Well, <laughs> no, cause oh, because like, oh, he's fur. He's, he's all fur. fur. Oh, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. that's... Because that makes it feel like he's got some sort of, like, a, a, a disease. skin well, disease well, or something. lightning comes out of that, so that's where mm. that would make sense. Okay. Oh, God. I know nothing about... This is what I... I really feel like between that and then that Gen X quiz in the Times a few weeks ago... Oh, yeah, ...really, yeah. really defines me starkly as Gen X, because, oh. like, I do not get Pokemon stuff I was... I took that quiz, too, and I was... Like, square in the middle. Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said... I always say I'm Gen X, and everybody's like, no, you're millennial, you were born in the 80s. And I'm like, no. I And they're like, oh, you're in the middle. And I'm like, no, because you don't want to, like... If you're in the middle, you don't yeah. aspire to be, like, all the people younger than you. Like, mm. you want to be, like, you're yeah. older... I didn't have any older siblings, but I had, yeah. like, older cousins and whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted to be. I was a young... I was young Gen X. I don't want to be old millennial. See, like, I like being in the middle, because I feel as though, like... In my mind, I'm getting the best of both, you know? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Not any of the worst. <laughs> I took a quiz yeah. about whether or not, it was a BuzzFeed quiz, so it was a little different. Yeah. But whether or not um, I'm Gen Z and I got Gen Z. Oh, no, wow. you I did. What are you, a baby? You're spiritually. I know the references. You're very baby. I know the references. I know who Jojo Siwa is. Okay. 
Um, and now we we are buying our tickets soon. And what you said about horror movies doesn't have me very confident. But will Ma have Oscar buzz? We do have Octavia Spencer, former winner, Oscar winner for the help, and then she's been nominated twice since then. Yeah. No, Os- no on Oscar buzz, but yes on <laughs> might be my favorite movie of the year. I, I'm so optimistic. I can't stop. I think about and it every day. it's the director of The Help also. That's the craziest part of it. And Perfect. isn't someone from Get Out connected to it? Yeah. The posters say so. I don't I'm know sure there's is. a producer who's yeah. in yeah. common or whatever. They're allowed to use that liberally. Like if it's like some associate producer who worked on <laughs> oh. both, they're allowed to say from the producers who If you are you. especially a movie that like made money and got Oscars, anybody who had anything to do with that movie will like, that's how they'll sure. be sold for the rest of their careers. It's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, you guys should tune into This Had Oscar Buzz. Thank you, yeah. For sure. But let's move it to some Drag Race chat. Oh my god. Because reunion uh, week. tonight's the reunion, uh, but we haven't obviously had you on the podcast all this season. Yeah. So what is your take on what's going on this year? It started very slowly. I can, I'm not alone in feeling that way. Uh-huh. I was really sour about this season for the first maybe like five weeks. I was like as negative as I've ever been about Drag Race. I'm usually very optimistic. Mm, I'm right. the one who like will stick up for All Stars 3 a little bit. Yeah, even. Right. Like everybody hates that. But I'm sort of, you know, pump the brakes on that a little bit. But like for whatever reason, I think burnout hit me at the beginning of this yeah. season. And then the, the, the... Well, you canceled the pool this I did. I couldn't do it. I was which well, is perfect because I. Oh my god! I forgot you canceled it. As I, I was like, oh my god, he's sitting across him. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I canceled it because I was so. It was like no break after All Stars four, mm-hmm. and spoilers had so like been rampant for All Stars seasons, and yeah. I was just like, I can't do it again. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the filler queens this year seemed especially fillery. Like right. I, there was just no. Once they did that six way lip sync. I was like, none of these people, and I know Akira was one of them, and Akira is now in the finals. Yeah. Right. But like, I was like, none of these people can win this show after being in this like horrible yeah. group that has to do this lip sync. I still don't think Akira can win, although she's in, she is in the finals and good for her. Yeah. But like, the second half of the season, I think came around. I think having it really did come down to the strongest queens. I thought that Brooklyn Evie lip sync. Oh. Was amazing. I, I mean, think that, that did a lot of work to like turn me around. I think turned. Around I mean, a lot it's of probably around. the best. Like we've talked about this before. It's probably the best lip sync of all time because both did so well. And especially if you think about it, the final lip sync could come down to those two rematch. Oh yeah, right. which is like that's what I've been saying for like a few weeks now. I'm like, I don't know what the s- the storyline is this season. You know, some most yeah, seasons oh, you yeah. can like tell what the narrative is, and I'm like, maybe the narrative that's the is. Brooklyn EV rematch yeah, for the final right. and like that's a great one because then it's like it's what we all want to see and it reminds everybody of like the best part of this season for sure yeah um I with you I think the last half of the season really brought me around mm-hmm. and I like this top four more than I liked last season's top four yes. actually oh yeah top yeah four. for as much as I liked last season by the time they got to that top four I was so sick of Eureka I forgot about that I was so sick of Cameron I I liked Asia, but I never like felt Asia in my bones. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like other queens. Well, the season. reunion was where Asia shined. Yes, that yeah. was that was a very good moment for her. It just felt very inevitable with Aquaria. Yes, and yeah. I liked Aquaria a lot, but like yeah. one out of four was was. I will say I was talking about this with my friend Kevin yesterday. Kevin O'Keefe, who I'm pretty sure listens to the podcast. So yeah, we follow him on Twitter. Um, and I was like, as much as it was like horrible with the butterflies. 
thank God that moment happened because I thought it was just mm-hmm. a moment of like for me, mm-hmm. like pure levity. Like it was right. so insane. <laughs> it was so nutty and like I like whatever, like yes, those you know, poor butterflies. But like I was in I was on the floor laughing. And then that reaction shot of <laughs> not only Monique but like Vangie, like yeah, those two of them, yeah. like back behind each other. Uh, like that was the one moment in that that finale was bad. All those lip syncs were bad. Oh yeah, they were bad. Yeah, for just sure. like the reveal after reveal after reveal. Oh, like it was done. What do people like? What I'll say this again. Like if you're gonna do a reveal, it has to be the Sasha Velour level iconic thing. Now, otherwise, yes. keep like keep it at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, some All Stars five. I've been hearing is coming out now. Yes. Miss Cracker announced cancellation. Very of some conspicuous. <laughs> Very conspicuous. I'm excited to see her back. Is there anyone you want to see back besides Cracker? Um, I mean, I've been waiting for Shea Kool Aid patiently, and right. like, see, he, I, I want to see her the Queen return. If Shay comes her. back, it's hard for me to picture her not winning. She's got to win. Yeah, especially because the last we saw of her, I watched that so emotional lip lip sync often, and as good as Sasha is. Shay's really bad. It's like the worst, it's the worst performance yeah. she's given. And yeah. like one of the worst like lip sync performances by an elite yeah. queen ever. She just doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. So like I want to see her reclaim all of that. I want to see her get her glory back. I'd love to see Kim Chi again. Yeah. I'd love to see Angina. Oh like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Angina's in the mix with casting every season for All Stars. Yeah. And it never happens. And it bums me out. Yeah. Mayhem and Sonique after the Christmas Would oh, love that. Yeah. Would they, love that. They prove themselves in the Christmas special. Yeah. As to why. And I know it'll out. never happen, but I always hope that Courtney Act will come back. Oh, like, yeah. I know it's like there's. Oh yeah, she's like on the She's on the persona bad list. non grata. Right. Yeah. She's she on the bad list. Are on the bad list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think with Willem, I think I'm fine with Willem never coming back because there's part of Willem's mystique that, like, is sort of... I think if he came back, it would be like, oh, well, now you're just sort of, like, one of all these other Yeah, it'd be really weird. Yeah. Do you feel like Willem's drag has gone into a very, like, pigeonholed direction? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I like Grace Chaser, though. Oh, yeah. Totally. Should we move on to the news? Yeah. Yes. Very newsy. So, BravoCon was just announced this past mm-hmm. week by one Andy Cohen himself, and mm-hmm. then we got a press release afterwards. I believe it's somewhere around uh, November 15th. Okay. No location. Well, New York City. New York City, but no... Right. I mean, they didn't say it's the Javits Center or anything. I think yet. they want to gauge interest before they book the Javits yeah, Center. They don't yeah. want to end up with, like, a sad Hillary Clinton situation or something. Oh, <laughs> oh my Every God. time I take the mega bus, it's right next to the Center. I always think of it. I'm always like, oh... Because you remember here, I remember hearing stories of people like as that month rolled on, people like I drove by and I can still see some of the balloons in the rafters. Oh my god! The Java Center and just is like, oh no. Well, for me, it's tied to taking the bar exam, and I hadn't been uh. back until <laughs> I went to DragCon, so I was like, oh, wow. oh god, this feels really weird. <laughs> I've never been to a DragCon that is sort of decidedly not my scene. It's mm, a yeah. lot of it's people, and like I would say, it's not something I would like be dying to do over and over again. But yeah. like to just experience at once totally. something totally i think I can bravo con will be an interesting thing because it'll be a, such a different scene it'll be yeah. much old, like drag con's very young i yes. picture BravoCon being an older audience i think in addition to because you know they're going to do housewives stuff you know they're going to do vanderpump oh, yeah. and runway i want them to do you know like atx the austin festival the austin television mm-hmm. festival 
You know how every year they will like reunite the cast of some mm. old show oh, that's not on anymore? Yes. I want Bravo to pick one of their old shows that's not yes. on anymore and like do Make Me a Supermodel reunion or oh something like wow. that. Or like Gallery Girls. Gallery <laughs> Girls, I'm saying. This is what I mean. Like they would like gag the entire oh family. Oh my God. You know Ronnie from Make Me a Supermodel is running for president? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear but, that. But not a... A Democrat, Take that right? I think Pete. independently. I saw him like, like he's he had some like sad <laughs> tweets to uh, Pete Buttigieg. He he tweeted to he Pete. He was like, "Welcome to the race, oh, <laughs> Ronnie." Um, but I had such a big crush on him when that show was on. Oh yeah, I to my to my detriment was only crushing on the straight guys that season. Oh. I was very much there was the other blonde who now I can't remember, but a friend of mine who worked at Bravo at the time. Um, sort of like had like working relationships with all of them. Oh, Casey, I think his name was. Okay. If you're listening, Casey, I don't know what you do. <laughs> and I would always see that guy Perry all the time, the one who had like the bald head. Um, what was the name of the guy who was kind of had the the showman's with Ben? Ben. Was his name yeah, Ben? Yeah, 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 I think yeah. his name that was Ben. Familiar. I literally only remember Ronnie. Oh my yeah. god. Ben from Make Me a Supermodel is always mentally what I thought that like um, the guy from A Little Life. <laughs> the main character from A Little Life might look like sort of like small and yeah, sort of yeah. like like the world was gonna harm him every I don't time know. I think of that book I think of the shirt that Anthony wore on um, oh my yeah, God. <laughs> and, then, and then and then then it came out after that like he has like six copies of that shirt in different colors oh to like go with different outfits stop yes. I still want to go back to Village Den I haven't been since he bought it and like changed around it was actually famously the first restaurant I ever had a meal at in New York City. Oh, wow. Oh, how fun. Amazing. During Pride 2009. Nice. Oh my God, Stonewall 40. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, even sadder than A Little Life, we have some sad news oh, yeah. having to do with Luann Deliceps this week. Uh, Just today, she was taken into and then released from custody, and this is from page six. So Luann Deliceps is facing a new way of life after her probation <laughs> officers accused her of violating their original terms. The star appeared in court on Thursday and was given a new set of rules to abide by per court documents obtained by page six. She was also released from custody in open court later that morning after being put in custody. Uh, She put out a statement to page six saying, I am continuing to go to my meetings using the measurement device, seeing my therapist and attentively living up to the terms set. What is the measurement device? That sounds We're going to get to that. <laughs> I confidently look forward to getting this behind me and moving ahead. So she is now required to have weekly phone counseling sessions with a therapist, monthly in-person sessions. She's required to take an anti-abuse medication prescribed by her doctor and required to have a Soberlink breathalyzer monitor- monitoring device. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's got a breathalyzer herself. So I don't know if you... On command. I don't know if you caught this uh, last month. Uh, during a probation meeting, she admitted to the fact that she had two mimosas after a performance. Yes. So I think that's kind of what set this all into a tailspin. Yeah. Uh, Luann sobriety has never been a thing that I've been super confident in. Yeah, and I mean, it's. I feel. I. I think they're working on the plan for next season right now. Yeah. And I feel like, as much as I want her to be back. It's kind of irresponsible for Bravo to yes. bring her back. I think we can visit in with her once in, once or twice during the season. Like a like Kim yeah. Richards. Have She's Bethany, in a Kim Richards territory. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Have Bethany go like visit her, hang out with her, but like not 
This season has been tough to watch on that regard because, like, and I'm sure Luann is a tough person to know and tough person to be friends with and whatever. And, like, I can see... I can see where Bethany would be annoyed by, like, all the stuff that I've done for you and you're still going to be an asshole to me. But the quickness with which Bethany went from, I'm going to support you, I'm here mm. for you, I'm going to do an intervention to you, and then Luann is rude to her once and Bethany is mm. like, you stupid drunk. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was yeah. such a quickness. And Dorinda had done the same thing to her the year before. And I was like, that's got to be a tough way to live. Like, yeah. you screw up once and all of your friends are going to throw that back in your face. And I think that there's, like, this weird thing. There's a difference between, we can talk about this more in the episode, but, like... Yeah. Them bringing all that booze into her home, oh, yes, yes, like, is different than like her being at a party or Dorinda's home where that stuff is happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> and and like Tinsley, like denigrating, like if I lived there, I'd be driven to drink mm. too. And it's just like this is unnecessary. This is, really? yeah. It feels like unnecessarily mean. But speaking of Dorinda, though, uh, she was at the serious XM offices today because she is kickstarting uh, this six week a once a week episode on Sirius where she hosts like an hour and she's the first housewife to do this. Jeff Lewis has a show. I bet it's called like Making It Nice or something. Yeah. Oh my God. It is. <laughs> yeah. That did not take a, an advanced degree in anything. So, so she told Page Six, I was heartbroken and I wish her well. I know it's a terribly hard journey and we are all rooting for her. I lit a candle for her yesterday. Oh uh, well, God. that's something. Yeah, that's something. That yeah. might make me want to get serious. I know my series is actually just about to run out. How yeah. much is it a year? Uh, oh, yeah, they sent me in the mail because, like, I got it for one year free. Mm-hmm. Um, Sirius th- feels like Showtime that way. Like, nobody yeah. actually goes and pays for it from nothing. You, yeah. Like, you just get a year of it free, it. and you either, like, hold on to it or you don't. But, like, you don't start out to, no. like, get it. Yeah, like, for on sure. your own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like she might succeed at this. Like, like Caroline Manzo walked so Dorinda Medley could yes. run. Yes. Yeah. What about Nene Leakes in Ali- uh, f- uh, Alive at Five or whatever her little, like, radio show was? Do you remember that one season of... Uh, I, I feel remember. like that was part of the argument with Kim on the bus, right? That she had the radio show and somebody said something. Oh. I think this sounds weird. Right? It's very... It's reminds me of Portia, I feel like, also has Portia a radio Portia has show. Radio 1. Right. Isn't that what it's called? No, she's got Dish Nation. Dish Nation. That's what it is. That's a TV show. <laughs> is it? I thought it was a radio show. It's a radio show, too, I think. Uh, they I may... feel like I've seen scenes of her with, like, headset and whatnot. They, they may air it on the radio, oh, okay. but there is a visual it's thing. A, it's that... like Stern, where there's a visual thing. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, okay. Let's talk about Jersey, though. Sure. I, we reported, I think, maybe even last week, that they were heading to the Hamptons, for not their cast trip, but one of like a little excursion, which yeah. I love. Like the more excursions we go on, where they're all together, especially with Jersey. Jersey needs excursions. Yes. We've learned. Okay, so oh the drama during filming of Real Housewives of New Jersey, Melissa, Jennifer, uh, Melissa and Jennifer got into a huge fight and have put Teresa Giudice squarely in the middle. Can I just say it's, I'm surprised that Jennifer's older than Melissa, but maybe that's just because we've known Melissa as a character longer. I mean, Melissa came in. At like a fresh 32, 33. (laughs) Uh, So Teresa turned 47 on May 18th and the cast went to the Hamptons to celebrate before things went downhill. So a source says the ladies of New Jersey were in West Hampton on a cast trip when a huge fight ensued on Wednesday during lunch at Margarita Grill. 
thriller. <laughs> where they were filming. Melissa and Jennifer went head to head yelling at each other and everyone was wondering what was going on. It was so bad they had to be split up, held back by the other ladies, and the trip was cut short. It seemed really stressful. So uh, additionally, the story says everyone was looking. They were loud and they were loud and disruptive, but nobody knew what was going on. It was supposed to be just a relaxing trip, not the big cast trip. They had plans to go do private yoga and things like that, all while celebrating Teresa. Everything got canceled without explanation because there were so many whispers around the town about this fight. Oh my God! Later that evening, Teresa, Melissa, Margaret Josephs, and Dolores debriefed over cocktails and dinner overlooking the water. <laughs> they were in a pleasant mood and enjoyed lobster and wine. They all got along well and were laughing in good spirits. They were also seen out and about shopping on Main Street too. Do you watch Jersey? I haven't watched in a couple years. Yes. Okay. But, so the last season is like the perfect season for you to go back and dip I into. watched a little bit of the reunion. Mm. Jennifer isn't the blonde who was the no. like author and no. super fan of yeah. Teresa. Yes. I like that one. Yes. Whatever her name is. Yes, She's her mother. I like her a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was very into her. She's like the first smart New Jersey cast Yeah. Member. I yeah. thought so too. Jackie. And Jackie. she didn't like she didn't like let Teresa get the better of her. I like that. Wait, so Jennifer is Jennifer's was Jennifer. on Teresa's side. Yeah. Of that, yeah. Of so that, Jennifer, of those couches. Jennifer just gravitated towards Teresa because they're both awful. Okay. <laughs> My feeling is that this fight is going to be about Teresa's like loyalty. Like Melissa's going to flip because of mm. because Jennifer's probably saying shit about her to Teresa yeah. and she's like gonna make Teresa pick her side. This is my thing with New Jersey and why I sort of drifted away is yeah. it's been the same conflict for like six or seven years. Right. It's been yeah. Melissa, Teresa, the sisters-in-law who can't get along forever and it's just like I can't be invested yeah. in it for that long. Last season brought some new things into it. I feel like Margaret Josephs in her second season came into her own. Okay. And I will never get over I was at a press event before All Stars Three. Mm. I was doing press okay. uh, interviewing, and they what they did was they bring in all the queens into what it was was the old TRL studios or what I guess Ooh. the new TRL studios at VH1, and they like set each queen up at a table, and then you just sort of go from queen to queen, you do your interview yeah, yeah. or whatever. And some outlet had essentially rented out Margaret Joseph to I be her their, their like on camera talent, <laughs> so she was just like on camera. Like interviewing each of the queens. I need to find this footage. You should. <laughs> she had no kind of idea. I don't think about anybody. Who she, saw you she was just sort of like paid talent, and I was like, "This is truly wild." Because I knew her from Jersey, even though I didn't really watch her season. How does she even engage in a conversation with these? I queens? was almost more interested in paying <laughs> yes, attention to that right. than I was getting all these yeah, interviews yeah, yeah. from these other queens. You know crazy. who I think was involved in this? Um, it's some guy who sort of is always on the outskirts of. Jersey drama, Adam Barta. Oh, yes. He's done, like... Close uh, friend of K- Kim G. Yeah, he's done, like, songs with, like, Kim G. He's done songs with, like, Tan Mom. Mom. The, yeah. the, the, the sort of species of outsider hanger-on, and they're almost always gay men. And it's yeah. all yeah. the, like, the John Blizzards of the world. Well, like, that the, whole thing. The, the one Potomac guy. They're, the guy they're, in Potomac, yeah. It's a fascinating him, yeah. class of yeah. people. No, I don't know if I have yeah. in Potomac. Yeah. But all they all have their little, like, coterie of gays, and it always, like, it's like, what's her name? Erica's, like, choreographer oh, slash yeah. glam squad guy. I feel like, though, he is elevated past... He wants to elevate oh. himself. <laughs> I am not a fan. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, let's... Wrap up the news. Oh, no, we have two more items. Uh, let's talk let's about Wendy, Wendy Williams. Williams. So, okay, 
a Wendy Williams update because I really have been Googling Wendy Williams Daily Mail every single day. <laughs> Much like see. Bethany in this week's Roundhouse episode. Yeah, just to see what's going on. So Wendy Williams is shopping a tell-all story to major TV networks, um, and she's demanding an hour-long primetime slot. Um, demanding. The, the last, the last hour-long primetime slot I can remember is Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Maybe that was even like two hours. Maybe that's the oh, only. Yeah, maybe parts. that's the yeah. only one we remember. Yeah, maybe yeah, there have been like a lot of them about like I don't know other more boring subjects, and yeah. we're just like we can remember. We remember Caitlyn. Oh my God! So Wendy's quest comes as the future of her own show is uncertain. She stopped attending AA meetings, leading uh, to fears of relapse. Um, said show insiders. So. She um, wants to capitalize on her recent troubles and create a positive buzz around her and her show by doing this one-hour special, but adding even more drama to her personal life. Wendy's son, who she shares with Hunter, Kevin Hunter Jr., 19, was arrested for assault on Tuesday night after punching his own father in the face following an argument over the couple's divorce. Which, do you want to add some information to this article? The dad had the son in a headlock. Right. How old is the son? 19. 19. So I am team team junior. Team junior. Sure, of course. And the dad didn't call the cops. Some it was like in a parking lot oh, in yeah. Jersey oh, or wow. something. So yeah, yeah. someone else called the cops. Yeah. Um. He was released like immediately. Oh yeah, they're not pressing. Like he, the dad's not pressing charges on his yeah. son. So yeah. So she's been approaching all the big players, including ABC, NBC, and Oprah's own. Um, and her offer of an emotional no holds bar interview is being considered, according to several network sources. But um, a lot of people are saying that the sticking point is her demand for a one-hour um, long time slot during prime time. I think um, she's maybe overshooting her her value to right. networks with that, maybe. Right. When they're pointing out that Gail King didn't even give R. Kelly an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be more lucrative for her to just do a book? Because they're Probably. not going to pay her to do these prime time hours, yeah, right? Yeah, she's like a TV... Person. The creature of television. No, but she, yeah. but she actually has not only I think like maybe one or two memoirs, but there was a period in time where she was releasing these um, like novels annually. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, with, wow. With like a, a helper. I re- I remember this from working. Um, Writer girl. I remember that though from working at I worked at Borders in college and I remember people coming in for Wendy Williams. Yes, yes. And they were always they I think Borders kept them in the music section because she was a radio personality. <laughs> sure. So it was so weird. Um but yeah, uh, w- I will say on top of all of this, and we were telling you this earlier, Wendy's show right now is a new show. It's light, yeah. it's bright, she's having the time of her life. It's Wendy having fun is always a good time. Yeah. So so I mean, we we always have hot hot topics in the beginning of the show. By but, the way, I love that she fully lifted that from the view. Oh yeah, no shame, no whatsoever. shame. And she talks about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. But it, the hot the hot topics are always about celebrities. But now she is the celebrity, so yes. she'll open up like, "I went here last night, this weekend, I did this," da, 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 and it's so much fun. Yeah, she's so proud of the, the single life that she's living. Good for her. So Good for I'm her. like doing my best detective Pikachu work, trying to figure <laughs> out. Where she lives, and I'm pretty sure she lives near my office, because this Mediterranean restaurant she's mentioned multiple times to going to. Okay. Um, she went with Black China. Um, it's right next to my office. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but speaking of your morning talk. Yesterday, <laughs> our worlds shook when the New York Times Magazine released an <laughs> article called, and a cover story. Cover, cover story. Uh, I like the cover. Called... 
How the View became the most important political show in America, which I've been saying for a fucking decade and nobody's listened to me. It's because for whatever reason, they didn't, they were sort of regressive with the Trump election. Like they weren't like very forward on that one, but like I was at ABC during the like McCain election Mm -hmm. and the Romney election and both of those, they were like up and front and center and and they're doing, I've noticed because I've been starting to watch a little bit again now. I had sort of, I drift, Jenny McCarthy drove me away. Yeah, yeah, many, many many people away. (laughs) I'm like, it's not like I like Meghan McCain, but like I'm so invested in other people like getting their shots in at her that like um i'll watch it but they're doing the same thing they did during like 2012 and that they're like don't duck us like right. if you're worth your salt you will come on to the view and yeah. you'll you'll like do an interview it's like the one thing they can all agree on it's which is amazing. work it's working too. yes yeah everyone's, everyone's going, going on. on right because they these they see these like five like five to six Older to middle-aged women, like, daring them, and, like, they can't back down from that. Well, like, I think... Pete... Did you see the Beto one? Yeah. I thought that one was not great. I know. It was <laughs> actually cringy. But, yeah. um, Mayor Pete's, uh, publicist was named... Not publicist. Comms director, sorry. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> was, like... Mayor gay. Pete's Twitter gay had some things to say. Um, he doesn't have a Twitter gay. Chastin does. Um, but she gave a quote to this speech and was basically, like, yeah, it's, like, the perfect place for us to go. It's, it's like, an IRL focus group for, mm. um, like, what different people are They feeling. do have kind of a good... Especially this set of hosts... Yeah. yeah, is a good like cross section a little bit where you have like Megan on the right, but like is that sort of right wing that pretends she's more moderate than she is, and then like Joy's all the way on the left, mm-hmm. and like Abby and and um, Sunny Anna are sort of like like, and then yeah, Sunny's pretty well left, I would imagine. She's yeah, left, she's left for abortion. She's a, she has oh. like she's like Catholic left, but like she's like Catholic her left abortion her abortion stance is pro-choice, but, like, she doesn't like to call it pro-choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't believe in abortion, but doesn't think it should be uh, right. legislated or... A lot of people sort of try and skirt that line. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't read the piece yet. I can't wait. You... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just... I'm soaking in the cover, so... I'm still soaking... I'm trying to get over that font. I don't I understand that, that cover font. I sent that to my co and she said, did you make this? Yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it does look... You could, I think, could make it better. But Sunny... To me, I think is the glue. Like I think that's right because she, I like if she we, if she makes the point that Joy makes, Megan doesn't go after her. Yeah, right. yeah, not as much at least. But also, I think if Whoop, when Whoopi decides she's had enough, yeah, it's Sunny's job to lose. Like yes. Sunny is oh, the yeah. perfect moderator. Oh, you mean had enough globally because like Sun, Whoopi decides she's had enough like twice an episode. Right. Like, but had enough like like she's done with, with the, the show. show. Yes, and yes, I yes, think yes. actually Sunny Okay, I think Whoopi used to not like Sunny as much, but I think Whoopi's illness and like Sunny showing up to the hospital often mm. and stuff like that brought her to liking Sunny. Yeah. Because Back in the day, she didn't like Sunny. She would cut her off all the time. Yeah. Um, Whoopi does not trust new people. Like, you can, like, she's definitely like that. that Except for Megan, who she campaigned to bring on the show. Right. God, (laughs) mistake. Um, God, that woman irks me. But you can also tell that they're, like, back because they are getting parodied by SNL again. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's such a. And, like, during an era where, like, I don't watch 
SNL anymore. Like they fully drove yeah. me away. The Jost Che era sort of like drove me away. Yeah. And that's one of their like better recurring sketches now, I feel yeah. like. Especially this last one. I think Kate McKinnon got Joy a little bit better. Mm-hmm. She was a little mm-hmm. bit in the weeds on that one. Yeah. But like Melissa Villasenor doing <gasps> Anna Navarro is one of my favorite things right. already. Like it's very, very good. And they have Whoopi's personality. Like, for a while there, I'm like, you don't quite know what Whoopi does. And now they get it where it's just like, she just wants to, like, move on to the next segment. Well, right. back when, I think Keenan used to do it. Yes. And now I, now Leslie doing it is so much better. Yes. She's got the, she's got the, like, the nuance of the impression down a lot better than Keenan ever did. Yes. And then 80 as Megan is, is... Perfection. 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 Like, this might go down as, like, one of 80's biggest yes. characters now. Yeah. The, the Princess of Arizona <laughs> yep. thing got I, me so much. Since I am the only one at the table who is a, a daughter. daughter. <laughs> it's a good line. And it manages to like poke it at Megan without ever mentioning her dad because like her dad's the third rail where if you like say right. John McCain yeah, you've insulted much. the dead yeah, yeah, and you've, yeah, yeah. you've, you've right. gone too far and whatever. Although now I have to complain where is Sonny the most important part of the I know, day? I know. <laughs> I know. It's they true. can make a joke about her like in a couple sketches where like where's she been or something like that. Yeah. I well I know. think you also I think if you have six at the table you're crowding it out so it's like either Abby or Sonny but like I think they have a little bit more of like a joke with Abby which is just sort of like I think it's more they don't have someone to play Sonny. Well, they because of her like because they they only have two black people on the show, right? And they're not people who would play Sonny. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think plus I but I also just feel like what's the hook with Sonny? Like, what is the hook to doing a Sonny impersonation? I, I think it would be actually very similar, and I don't think this necessarily works in 2019. It would be very similar to what they used to do with Star Jones. Yeah, the, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that was that I, God. I love that. Yeah. I, I'm a lawyer stuff. Um, my only thing, last thing I wanted to say about this: the Joy Behar got her due in this New York Times Magazine piece, like for the first time. No one ever gives her credit when no, talking about the View. Yeah, but they gave her so much credit here, and then they also talked about how she's like kind of um, the horse whisperer to people like Michael Cohen, Michael Avenatti, and like mm. Anthony Scaramucci, and the fact that like. It goes on to talk about how she texts Michael Cohen regularly and was, like, grooming him to get him to be on the show. Joy Behar's going to turn out to be the deep throat in some sort of, like, <laughs> investigation somewhere where, like, she's going to blow the whistle on She someone. has the tax returns. Yeah. She's, yes. And then Anthony Scaramucci's quoted in this, and he's like, yeah, after the news broke that I left the White House, the first call I got was from... Joy Behar <laughs> and he picked up this like unknown number because his mom calls him like and it's usually like an unknown number to him for whatever reason that's amazing so she's like out here like wow. trying to groom like awful men <laughs> yeah. to come on the show wow uh, well, let's, let's take a quick break let's take a break we have so okay. many shows to get to we have Potomac we have Vanderbilt Rules Summer Alice Beverly Hills New York so grab a snack and come on back <laughs> <laughs> And we are back with Real Housewives of Potomac. So, Joe, what is your relationship with the Real Housewives of Potomac? Um, I, I think I started maybe with them right away and then, like, fell behind way too early and, like, wasn't catching up. Mm-hmm. And then recently I went back in. I started with season two. So I, like, watched all of season yeah. two. And I think I'm in early season three in, a, in my Hulu catch-up, but I have not gotten current yet. Yeah. I will say, I think it's, like, a bright light in the current... Bravo mm. universe. One of the brightest yeah. stars. I yeah. I'm given to understand that Giselle and Karen have this like giant rift 
It's, and uh, it hasn't quite happened yet in my rewatch. No, so what it is, is it's not quite a giant rift. They, Are they like the two titans they on like opposite sides? They, they, they like can't stand each other, but they love to play. So like that's they the best combination. To, that's yeah. perfect. That's there actually was what we want. A really great scene this episode where, so the whole thing with there's this thing with uh, Karen's new house in Great Falls, which mm. is not Potomac, um, <laughs> and that people think that she's like either not really living there, someone's letting her borrow it. So oh Giselle went over in this week's episode and was only allowed in two rooms of the house. Yeah, she wanted the oh, grand very, tour, very <laughs> Chateau Charest. Yes. And this is like a mansion, and she could only get the living room and the kitchen. I know, but like them going back and forth about it was <laughs> and hilarious. Giselle like knocking on the walls to see if she they're was opening like, cabinets. Oh, she is a dynamo, Giselle. Yeah. Actually, I love her. opening the cab like opening the cabinet was, I think, proof positive that she is living there because the cabinet was, food. was fully stocked with okay. groceries. That's yeah. a good tell. That's a yeah. very good tell. Yeah. And then they sat across from each other and just went like. Back and forth. I, what was the game that they were playing? Like, name something. One of your deepest oh, tell secrets. me a se- tell, tell me a secret, and I'll keep it, and that's how you know like we're friends on camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like their secrets were both like like involved their bodies, which was yeah. weird and funny. It was like Giselle was talking about like how she nares her. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't use a razor. She nares the the under region, and then um, Karen's was like how. Her boobs point east and west. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. She wants to get, like, a, a refresh on her boob job or something. Wow. But no, no, she wa- no, no, she said she wants to take the boob job out, but if she does, she's afraid that when she goes to sleep, they will travel to, like, opposite coasts of the country. <laughs> like, but, like, just the scene of them just, like, going back and forth about inane stuff, it was, like, they're, they're some of the best in the game. Yeah, yeah. definitely. For sure. They... Play. I like them so much better than I like, and I'm going to forget what her... Ashley? Uh, oh, Ashley! Well, so I'm still at the point where she's got the husband with the restaurants, and I'm and not she's, into She's them. still got them. Oh, and they're, and they're, Are they still married? They're at the center of the drama. This oh. episode and this season. So, Ashley's trying to get pregnant after having a miscarriage, like, in between seasons okay. last year. Um, and, like... Part of the conversation is she's trying to get pregnant and she says she's not drinking so much anymore. But when her mom comes over while Michael's home, her husband, who they have not seen each other in a very long time, she's busting out the Coronas and Michael's wearing a Corona hat. So I'm wondering, like, is this... Corona SponCon, and we're missing it, or are they just super fans? Well, we've always we've always noticed the Coronas. Yeah, like, yeah. like she's been a Corona fan since. Season well, if one. he's got the restaurants, though, I'm sure they have like because when like yeah, 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 like if you like know anybody who has anything to do with like the restaurant business, they have so much sure. like swag from so many of those like beer brands and whatnot. Right. That makes so, sense. Like, um, let's get into the the thing party, with Michael. Though, so yeah. there was a party for Ashley's uncle Lump. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And it was 90s themed. Yes. And at the very beginning uh, of the episode. Like R&B 90s. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Boys to Men and such. Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning of the episode, we see... We see... In media res. Oh. Michael at the party talking to this man... And saying things like, oh, wow, oh. you're really handsome. You've been working out. You've oh, are they doing out. a Kim Fields husband thing with this guy? And then he goes, wow, that's rock hard or something like that. <laughs> like something like that. With, with, without without uh, a visual saying that's rock hard. But like 
They were talking about like the guy's muscles. <laughs> because he was like <laughs> jerking right. him off in the middle of his crowded yeah. party, probably. So the whole thing going into this, um, since you haven't been keeping up, is Michael amidst filming of the season was charged with or charged with, right? Yeah. Legal. Like charged felonious with? assault. Like on one of the crew members oh. of the production. Yeah. So this, this is, is a trend I don't love on yeah, all of these shows yeah. now. Like the production's part of the yeah, story. Yeah. So, but like, uh, oh, sec, like grabbed his butt. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about just like got into a no, fight with him. No, no, yeah, sexual yeah, yeah. Like sexual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gra- oh, but that's so like a the twist. scandal is like he's doing that because he's a, possibly a gay man. Yeah. And so they're like really trying to pump all of these moments into sure. this yeah. narrative. Sure. And this particular episode, I don't think this had anything to do with that uh, arrest or charges. Right. But they're laying groundwork. Yeah. 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 And it's a lot. And like. So during this, the party happens and storylines take place, but then cameras go down and we get Robin Dixon's Instagram story, uh, portrait video right. version. And she's of like the really party. drunk, so she's taking <laughs> videos of like everything. Oh my God. And we get audio. Well, no, she says she overhears him saying, like, oh, I. I want to suck that man's dick or something. Right. And there's the added thing of him constantly making comments about her husband. Oh, yeah. Which, Juan. which her husband is he's, a babe. He's very sexy. <laughs> Who? Oh, Juan Dixon? Yeah. 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 So yeah. they're back together. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I mostly know him from college basketball. Oh. Wow. wow. A sporty wow. spice wow. in the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only other thing that I wanted to mention from this episode, though, was Katie Rost is back. Oh, yeah. Scary. And... Yeah. It's, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> it's... Remind what was her deal? Who was he, she friends and not friends with? Well, she was in the first season. Right. And they did flashbacks of, like, her fighting with Giselle. Giselle, Giselle right? Yeah. And I think her, her fight was over her, like, I think the first season was very, like, light-skinned, dark-skinned. Okay. Who, who's black, who's not black, or whatever. Uh, Colorism. And... She left after the first season and yeah. wasn't even a friend of. It was just like, oh, goodbye. It was like final, final. We saw her briefly on season two. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for season two, like she was there with, for a charity event, yeah. and that was it. Okay. Yeah, so she's back. She seems interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Is this just gonna be like a short term, like, or is this like Camille, where she's just like shadow cast member? Well, she like she definitely ever, goes on a trip. With ever, them. yeah, she goes on a trip, but since filming. She posted like very disturbing Instagram story videos of her like on a bathroom floor naked. Like, oh geez, it was very disturbing. Uh, so I'm not sure Bravo should like tie their yeah <laughs> tie their shift <laughs> right her. right. Uh, but yeah, so Potomac. I think so. I wasn't like super into season one, and I read someone posted online. I don't know if it's in our Facebook group or maybe I read on Twitter. A great way to get into Potomac is either start with season two or start with the reunion of season one. I should have done that, is what I should have done. Yeah, yeah, which I like, I had never thought about that before. Like, season two, it doesn't take you long to like get 
up to yeah. speed. But, and if like, you, but if you start with a reunion, you get have a good base knowledge. That's very smart of what you're getting into. And with these shows that were originally filmed as other shows, like not Housewives, right. they feel different. Season one, which yes. turns a lot of people off. Yeah. So season two, they they're fully Housewives. Right. Yeah. So I mean, Plus season. Whole, I mean, season even one when they're Housewives seasons, though, like season ones are different because it takes them watching back the original mm, season right. and watching everybody talking behind everybody's yeah, back yeah, yeah. to really like that's like you know when you see like a cooking show and they just like take the herbs and spices yeah. and they like like warm them up like they like smush them up to like mm. activate the like yeah, yeah. senses that's right. basically what you have to do with housewives you yes. have to just like let them see everybody talking shit about everybody yeah. because then they're like oh this is how it works and also all oh, these bitches are talking about yeah, me yeah yeah oh my god wow i i mean i would love another new franchise even though i can't keep up yeah when was point? the last one they launched dallas dallas right and texacana's was supposed to be oh yeah uh, housewives of San Antonio yeah yeah interesting yeah okay uh, let's move it right along to Vanderpump Rules final part how do you feel about the season this What's reunion has sort of worn me out I mean this reunion feels like I'm in a physical fight getting beaten up it does I it feel was, like they could have done two parts and we probably would have gotten away with it. My blood ran icy cold when I heard that Jax and Brittany were planning on having children immediately after the wedding. I'm not surprised by that. I'm at not surprised, all. but I just like the prospect of them having chill, like like spawning and repopulating the earth. I it's, think it's, it's perfect for the spinoff Vanderpump Valley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of the reunion by far is finding out that they all bought houses right next to each other. Yes. Have you seen the photos of Kristen's house? Yes. yes. First of all, a triumph of single living. I don't care if she's like still like she's like at some point she and Carter will not be living with each other, knock on wood. Yeah. But like the fact that she bought that house on her own yes. and like is living on her own, Queen. I fully stand and I'm I'm fully inspired by single living in that way. But like it's so funny that they're all living together. It's so funny that it's the valley. I for a second thought it was like Atwater Village or something like that. <laughs> no. Right? Or like Pasadena out with like Erica. But I wonder if if Sheena is she gonna stay in Marina Del Rey? It's so much even farther oh, yeah, from what they were. Worse. Yes. <laughs> she definitely she needs a to be with the new kids, like well, if they're going to be with the new kids, if they're going to be doing oh, she's twenty six. I'm going to plug. I want to plug something that's on the site that I'm a, I work oh, for right now. Yeah. Prime Timer. Um, Kevin O'Keefe wrote a thing about Vanderpump Rules and about how like the cast needs a shakeup, yeah. and that they should split the cast between old guard doing their like yeah. new quasi adult lives, and then like James and Raquel and their like little like young mm-hmm. people still working at the restaurants. Does Sheena belong with the old people or the young people? Well, I think in Marina Del Rey, she would probably make more... And plus, like, she's still, like, fucking Adam and yeah. whatever. Like, who else? She's let not she, settled down. Let yeah. Sheena be, like, the mascot of the, of the young yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. And, like, nobody else wants to be friends with her. But also, like, but Sheena was the gateway drug into Vanderpump Rules to begin with, so she could be the gateway drug yes. into the I new think that's cast. True. I, I think like, that's don't true. need her. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, and also, the production. I think production's over her, too, because I have not seen a show be this mean to a cast member in quite a while. Well, Lisa like, Vanderbump and Beverly oh, Hills. That's true. That is fully true. What did they do? They have done some stuff with Lisa. But like, oh, did was it this week or last week? Where it was Camille came over last week, right? Mm, yeah. And then like, as Camille's leaving and Lisa's like, to the dog or whatever, she's like, She's like, she's a very nice lady. And it's just like, <laughs> unknowing of like all the shit Camille's been talking about her. Camille is going to get it at the reunion. Like, mm. she is going to get the avalanche. I can't wait. 
How did you feel about Bo's reunion premiere? I mean, everybody's in love with him. Everyone's like falling, like falling over each other. And it feels like that's being set up. Like I always feel a little bit trepidatious and like, I don't want to like fully fall in with this guy. Mm. And then like one season later, he's revealed. Cause like, I was sort of like that with Carter. I was like, Oh, thank God um, for Kristen. She has Carter. She I has the stable really presence. But Carter was like a silent protagonist. Whereas yeah. Bo is more involved in the story. That's true. I will say, I did love what Lisa said during that segment. She reminded the world and Bo that he is lucky to have Stasi, mm. which I thought was a good message. Oh, good message, yeah. I like that. I like when Lisa sticks up for people she doesn't always stick up for. Like, she and Stasi are sort of like half and half. And like, she said something to Kristen. She's not nice to Kristen. No. But she said something to Kristen that was at least like, like, watch out for yourself or something she, like, like gave that. Her a that little was like pep talk. a little bit of a thing. I was like, there's something, because like at some point, Lisa needs to get over whatever yes. thing is her thing with Chris. I, I get that, like, for somebody who owns that business, I get what a nightmare Kristen must have been, like, every other week, like, starting a huge thing in front of your customers or whatever. But look at all these other nightmares you have. Right. <laughs> but none that... of those nightmares told Diana to suck a dick. I'm like, I, like, I get it. I get it. My theory is that it's Kristen's season next season. Her, her, like, I always hope it. Her LVP. redemption. I thought this was going to be it, but maybe next maybe year. Maybe not. Can yeah. we talk about how, like... They, in the bow segment, they openly talked about, like, Stassi <gasps> mixing Ad- Adderall and uh, alcohol. Yes. I, yeah. I was... Yes. I thought we were almost, like... I thought I cocaine was, was, like, on the tip of our tongues mm-hmm. at that point. That's bit That was wild, too. <laughs> Earlier, when Tom was talking to James, and he was like, uppers are your problem. And I was like, do go <laughs> on. Because, the sh- like, that's one of my favorite running subplots on all the Housewives and Vanderpump, yeah. is... People walking up to the line to saying cocaine, and only rarely will they ever say it. Right. So, Except yeah. on New York, apparently. Right. <laughs> well, Rena, hello. Oh, yeah, Rena, yes. Rena, yeah, yeah. But it's like, but that's why it's so notable because it's the one I feel like they all have that unspoken agreement. Oh my god. That we're never gonna say it. And but no, I was in I was in the kitchen. My kitchen and living room sort of like are open to mm-hmm. one another. And so I just like had the show on and I was fixing myself something for dinner. And she said Adderall and I had to like crack my neck back. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, like because I, I was not I was not expecting that. That was why it was so surprising, because in this same reunion they've skirted around the words uh, yeah. for other people. Yes, but they have, yeah. I think it's because she like brought it up herself and good for her. And that and that she's like over that she's done with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which good because don't mix your shit like that. Yeah. That's pick pick one. Yeah. <laughs> but it explains a lot. It explains a lot about how she like became a totally different person like at down. those moments. Yeah. Also, I'm glad that when Andy asked Kristen, "Do you still believe? Do you believe that that uh, Ariana and Tom?" Uh, fooled around while he was still dating you and she still she didn't she still said yes yeah, but she, she was like as well she, she was and then she was like because it happened yeah. like I'm sorry Ariana like yeah. I like her too but like and I get that like right. their heels are dug in on their lie and they can never go back on it mm-hmm. but I like how Kristen's like we're friends now I'm not gonna make a big deal of it but yeah I still do believe that yeah. like, a thousand percent I was very impressed by that um what about Bratney that's what they call her what does that mean? They call her Brittany, Brittany around that's, Instead of a bridezilla, she's Brittany. Oh, yeah. She's uh, fine. I'm still never going to like her. But like, I used to like her, and this reunion made me view her in, in a, the worst light. In the worst light. Yeah, for sure. Every time I think about, like, whatever, your family's your family, and you come from where you come from. But, like, how Trumpy her family must be. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, like, 
I don't know. I can't get down with like the whole like idealizing of her family that the show tries mm. to do just because they're like from back home and whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I kind of loved, even though Jax was being an asshole, how much he irritates her family sometimes on purpose. I feel like <laughs> right. when he was doing the whole you're like, rooting for him, what is she like, gonna yeah, do yeah. for me? And I'm like, you, you're doing this on purpose. You're I, like creating conflict. Do you ever conflict. watch like the? They go to Kentucky spinoff. I only I did like two or three episodes. That is could not be more designed for me to skip that. Like I watched the first episode and it endeared me to Jax that like there was like a dry party family party and he snuck a giant handle of Tito's (laughs) into like a pickup truck (laughs) and he was just like going out with like Britney's friends and like drinking Tito's with them. What was the Channing Tatum thing? I couldn't quite keep up with that. Oh. So he claimed that he... As a model. Right. He claimed he lived with Channing Tatum, right? In a model house. In a model house. And and the boys are saying that that's a lie. Yeah, everyone's saying that's a lie. Because, like, it doesn't add up. They're saying the time that, like, the... Like, Channing Tatum was, like, a well-known model at the time frame that... um, Uh Uh-huh. Jax is talking. I feel like this could be a social media thing where if enough of us put pressure on Channing Tatum to answer, mm. maybe he'll say something. Especially now that he's dating Jesse J. <laughs> yes, he's a lot messier now. That's very true. He posted that thing oh because God. they like had a, a, a bet, a Jenga bet. <laughs> yes, it was I'm a right. bet over Jenga. Yes. Oh my God. What's the hashtag for getting Channing to respond to this? Um, um. answers. Answer Channing. <laughs> Answer Channing. Answer Channing. Answer Channing. We need it. I don't know. Um, is there anything else from the reunion that we need to touch on? Um, and dad stuff with Jax, but that's like kind of too depressing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so place. depressing. And even like the James stuff. I know. I will say, Katie being like, "Oh, your parents are divorced. Poor thing." Is kind of iconic. I like it's, it's so bitchy, but I loved it. That would be me, actually. It's like, bitch. My parents got divorced when I was six years old. Yeah. I mean. I feel like Katie came across like kind of well during the reunion. I don't know. I think if you were inclined to hate Katie, you were not going to change your mind watching that reunion. Well, no, just like everyone was a monster, but at least yeah. she was like an entertaining monster. Yes, right. <laughs> sure. absolutely. Yeah. I think Stassi came out best. Oh, Stassi came out like gold. Stassi's, yes, and Ariana. Stassi and Ariana. Oh, I mean Ariana. Ariana. Ariana like do not make a misstep she's she plays the game very very well especially yeah. because it's, i sometimes have to step back and think like your boyfriend is tom sandoval the like actual worst like and and so right. many people like her and people just don't ever put it in consideration that she's like with he's, him he's better now i'm 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 never gonna come around on tom sandoval yeah. okay. i just always think he's the worst Fair i don't enough. know he involves himself in things that aren't his business he starts Getting mad enough to cry all the time. Yeah. I've never seen him and Clea Duvall in the same place. Right. <laughs> Plus, he had that whole thing last season where he was like, he gets very like shut downy with women who like oh, say yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. feeling uncomfortable true, about things. True, true, right. true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is the perfect segue for the commercials that were airing yes. during Vanderbilt Rules yes. and during Summer House. We had Bo, Stasi, Kyle. Kyle Amanda Batula, four <laughs> legends in their four own titans. right, four yes. titans. Yep. For Pepsi, a Pepsi commercial. Oh. Like this isn't like a dog's life or a promo <laughs> or something. This is like a legit this is, sponsor. Yes, this is PepsiCo, yeah, for sure. And it was a solid two hours of promo. It was two hours of promo. It is. I wish this. I was hope a it, show. I hope it drove people to watch Summer House. I finally this year have started watching Summer House for oh, real. Oh, you started this year. Well, so when it first premiered, I like recapped it. 
for like two or three episodes. Okay. For previously.tv. And so I like had to watch it then, and then there was no interest in the recaps. Oh. So they were like, we're gonna cancel the recaps, and I was like, good, I don't have to watch the show anymore. Yeah. And my friend Brennan Carly, who maybe has been on your show. Oh, definitely, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out Brennan. Um, every once in a while, it'll be like, you should be watching Summer Show. And, like, I'm like, I get it. Like, I get the whole thing. I would always be like, I get the Carl thing. I get the thing with, like, yeah. I infuriatingly am attracted to Carl. I'm like, mm. through the first two, like, seasons. Yeah. And... I am too. Dan's not. Oh, interesting. Uh, I just like Kyle more. <laughs> I get that. I, my thing with, with Carl is that he was, like, the whole fuckboy thing was, like, weirdly infuriatingly attractive and then this season his arc being like the reformed fuckboy but mm. watching him backslide the season has been delicious mm. it's really really been something to the point where like this episode this past episode he was fully back where like I tweeted that photo of him in the car oh. where he's like got his foot up on the dash and like you can see his whole leg and he's just like being very like wearing a t-shirt that's a snack that says snack <laughs> like fuckboy casual and I'm just like oh you have fully backslid after coming back from a wedding with another girl the exact same thing he did last year I know I was wow. like talk about repeating patterns yeah. that's really really something and yeah. to do that to Paige who was America's new sweetheart our generation's Mila Kunis like really I said great time new people again. casting I have, oh I have not God. seen new people casting on a show this well in a while three good not new since Carol Radswell Heather Thompson yeah. and Aviva yes <laughs> Carol Radswell. Oh, I wow. Know. Uh, Brennan, did, have you been keeping up now with Summer Else? Yes. So, yes. I, I watched with this episode. episode, yeah. I watched this episode. It was great. Um, there was a long road to get to the Vanderpump Rules kids, which I was like... I know. I don't like that. Edge of yeah. my, I don't like, like that. Make, make this a full episode. Yeah. They teased they it teased every it commercial as, break. As like, this was going to be the Vanderpump Rules episode. Yes. And we're going to get them next week, which I'm excited for. Sure, but yeah. There's a Vanderpump in every scene from next week's preview, which oh, yeah, is yeah. good. That but, is good. Yeah, but, I want the full episode. Before the kids arrived... We had we actually had good scenes, but I was just like too distracted by thinking about the Vanderpump Rules kids. No, I get that. In terms of, we had the date from hell, Jordan. Yes. Oh my god, we got dueling dates because yeah, yes. we had Danielle and like a British guy. Yeah, right. Two British. Well, the one British guy was in this episode, but like yes. both of those girls are dating British. Yeah, guys, two British guys. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Jordan with this Christian woman who like. He asks, where were you conceived? He's New the Jersey. weirdest person. But also, <laughs> if they're going to imply that he's gay, they need to just say that that's what they think is going on. Because they don't ever really say it. Well, right. I think... Like, Kyle got very dancing around it, where he was just like, either you're, like... Either you're a virgin or something else is going on. And it's just right. like, just say that you think he's gay. The thought crossed my mind today. Like, is he... I, I I don't like to think of this for a Bravo show, but is he acting? I mean, like this is so embarrassing. He's such an art. He comes across so artificially that it's easy to see that. But like, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Also, the fact that he thinks he's the hottest person in the world, <laughs> and he can something up like in that. I house. was the most popular no, person on, 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 hinge. on Hinge. I'm the number one Hinge. But like, you've got like yeah. two more attractive people living in the house with you and then like every other guy that each one of these 
women brings back is more attractive than you. Maybe to me, he seems more, he seems like so clinical. Mm. Like even when he has his shirt yeah. off, I'm like, this is like yes. a mannequin. He just yes. seems like a, like a Republican gay to me. Yeah, mm. he does. That's a good point. Yeah. I know why you're saying that. And we won't talk about <laughs> this online, but I know what you're referencing. <laughs> we'll tell you. Uh, after. <laughs> um, yeah, summer should be fun. The kids finally arrive. Everyone's wearing turtlenecks. That was a good gag. I, that yeah. was a fucking callback like, to yeah. Kyle give, and Stassi. Give a bonus to whatever producer told yeah, them. Yeah, that was not Kyle's <laughs> idea. Yeah, I know true. this is unpopular opinion, but I still love Lindsay Hubbard. She's so sick. <laughs> I. She's so valuable to that show, though. Yeah. Like, she's like a pillar there. No, but what's strange to me is like she was. She's been in every season. I didn't watch the first season. I think second the, season she was like nothing to me. The yeah, she was very suffocating the show. Season, I feel like what the workuses were suffocating no, the show. No, I love them. No, I love them too. But like they they had their feet on our necks. Yeah, the yeah. twins. Yeah, the yeah. Twins. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yes. I think the show is better off without them. Yeah. I, like, but I Lindsay, like, Lindsay is doing a good job of, like, driving story, even though her own story is very odd and strange. Well, she, she doesn't have time for this. She doesn't <laughs> have time for anything. <laughs> she's kind of, she's like... She's always sneaking around with men, like, yeah. around corners and stuff. She's kind of, like, the, like, popular senior who's smoking cigarettes in the bathroom at school and then all the freshmen come in and the freshman is everyone else. To me, she's yeah. like the fifth year senior. Like she's, she yeah. wants she's to be friends with long. these younger kids, <laughs> but she can't be friends with um, Kyle's girlfriend. And then, yeah, yeah. I think these new, the freshman girls are too, too, too good. Too good. Because like yeah. it's Paige and it's tennis girl. What's tennis girl's name? Hannah. 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 I love them both. Paige is like... But the world didn't know what was coming when Paige entered that show. (laughs) Like, we are changed as a human... For better. Yeah, we are changed as humans for better. Yeah. Next next week's going to be amazing, watching her sort of like make her case to the jury for why Carl is in the wrong with their relationship. Oh my gosh. Like... She's right, I believe her. She is right. She's absolutely right. (laughs) Uh, should we move on to Beverly Hills? Yes, Let's. Beverly Hills. We're... Okay, before we even say a word about Beverly Hills, can I just acknowledge the fact Erica Jane was not in a split second of this episode. Right. Erica's in a really weird position on this show right now. I think Erica is a little bit like the dog that caught the car. You know, the thing where you talk about like a dog's like chasing a, a mm. car down the road okay. and doesn't know what, what he's going to do when he catches up with it. Yeah, like, yeah. I think Erica got everything she wanted yeah. and that Lisa Vanderpump got taken down. Mm. And now she doesn't know what to do with this like group of like women who are like hers to command and she doesn't know where to send them. I now. think she thought she was going to have a spinoff by now. <laughs> I think that is true. I think that is definitely true. And I think the fan base doesn't love her as much as they used to. Well, every year is like worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I just can't believe she wasn't on, in a frame. They couldn't even call her out on FaceTime. Yeah, but like, couldn't we go to like the tour stop that she was at? Right. Well, and she gets no shit for missing Camille's wedding. I know that like Camille and Lisa are like better friends. Yeah. But my thing with this week's episode of Beverly Hills, and not to like jump ahead of anything. Yeah. No. No. The moment what, uh, that all the women got the news that Lisa Vanderpump had taken a lie detector test, <laughs> did you clock the look on Lisa Rinna's face? Because my whole theory no, is that... No, tell me, tell My me. theory is that Lisa Rinna is the one who gave the story. Oh, it wasn't Alexia's friend who got arrested <laughs> from a burglar? No, Alexia's <laughs> friend's parents had construction workers 
working at their house and, and a burglary happened. <laughs> like, how many burglars are there in LA these Listen, days? Watch out. Watch the space. <laughs> if you live in LA, watch out. They're coming for you next. I think the show planted a little seed for that when Lisa Rinna talked about at Denise's wedding that she pointed out the photographer and she's just like, oh, mm. I know all the photographers. Yeah. She knows, like, that story where she's like, Lisa Rinna, Lisa Vanderpump told me how to plan a story to Radar. I'm like, that story tells on you more than you know. Like, right. I honestly think she's the one who did it and the look on her face when she heard that Vanderpump <gasps> took a lie detector test. Wait, you think Lisa Rinna did the Radar online Yes, story? 100% oh sure. 100% I think Icon. that is what happened. I'm falling on my seat Icon. right now. I would stand. But like, <laughs> she's I, been so invested so. <laughs> in taking Lisa down uh, since... Um, since Munchausen Gate, right? Well, yeah, because she was the one. She who got, got hung out to dry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I fully believe that. Wow. Can I say one thing that like I can't get off my mind? Um, <laughs> yeah, tell us. Teddy, when she was talking about will her children still love her if she's working so much? We had a flash to her doing work. Quote, quote, I was going to say, like, what is all this work she's doing? It was her telling someone to... You got it. You got it, girl. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> like FaceTime, right? It was, like, literally her talking to her assistant and say, yeah, we need to get them, we need to get them all to be doing the collages Meaning, putting their photos in one of those, like, Instagram stitches. Her work is such bullshit. Like, I swear to God. But, like, the, kid, the kids cry. No, don't leave me! If Teddy Mellencamp was my mother, I'd be like, please leave. I don't want to see also, you. that house of hers is perched precariously on a cliff. Mm, yeah, I get nervous every time I see that establishing shot. It's gonna fall. Um, that do you know that area is called Mount Olympus? It's known as Mount Olympus in LA. The Greek gods, baby. Because and this was also on Selling sun, Sunset, I believe. They named all of the streets after Greek gods. Ooh. Oh wow! Did you watch Selling Selling Sunset? I did not. It's a much better show than Realities of Beverly Hills. It follows the This Is Us's guy's wife. wife. And she's a real estate agent. Which this is Justin Bartley or something? Oh, Justin Hart. Oh, Bartley. Oh, his wife who used to be on All My Children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Chriselle. And she's on The Israel Lives now every once in a while. And yeah, she yeah, yeah. used to date Matthew Morrison from Glee. Oh, yes. I thought yeah. that was a gay man. Matthew wow. Morrison? No, <laughs> surprise, surprise. He is okay. not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's a. <laughs> I know all the soap girls, so like, yes, she's a, she was an All My Children girl. It's, a, you, it's on Netflix, you should watch it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, there's a bunch of like other. Wait, so she's a real. She's a realtor? A realtor. Yeah, and like, it's like California. with a bunch of other like hot realtors. Hot women. And like, there's like these Amazing. two. The two men, men are the, are who the own the company yeah. and their oh, brothers. Wow. All right, you sold me. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Camille and Heels on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> I love a Camille and a Heel. <laughs> while we were talk, while we were going through this, um, Camille was talking about what she's been through, and we got some Dee Dee flashbacks. Oh. And do you know about Dee Dee? No. Okay, my, it was season one. Season seasons one, one and two. Because I've never seen season one of Beverly oh, Hills. It's one of the what? best. I've only seen the dinner party episode. Yeah. And the you stole my house. So limo Dee Dee was at the dinner party. She was mm. sitting across from Allison Dubois. Wow. Oh, okay. Then I've seen Dee Dee. So Dee Dee had probably her most iconic moment during the season two Malibu beach house dinner party scene. Where she fought with Taylor Armstrong, mm-hmm. and for some reason Brody Jenner's mom was there. <gasps> right, um, I remember that. So 
Dee Dee was Camille's best friend, but she was nowhere to be seen during this wedding of Camille. Yeah. Well, she works in Seattle at a makeup counter now. No, well, she was doing makeup for Nordstrom's at, at, um, in Seattle. Not at the makeup counter. She was like, you ordered oh, her. Oh, like in a good room. I think so. Yeah, She's okay. like an Avon lady? But for Nordstrom? No, I think like just like you can... A makeup If artiste. you're going to a wedding, you yeah. can oh, hire I see. her or whatever. I see, I see, I see. So, I just think... The fact that Camille apparently doesn't talk to Dee Dee anymore Sick. is more wild than that. That speaks to Camille. I think so too. Yeah, Camille. I will say I'm glad she's getting all of these moments this season. Like bad because moments? well, no, she's getting all these good moments. She gets her wedding on TV. I think that's why she agreed to be in so much of this season was so she could get her wedding on TV, which I think because it helps them pay for it. Right. Um, I think she's going to get eviscerated at the reunion, and I don't think she's ever going to be... She's never going to get a, a diamond again. She like, she, she thought she had one this Oh, season. she's <laughs> fully... No, she's in her glory thinking that Lisa Vanderpump is on the way out because she thinks that she's, like... this. That was her road back in. No, but I think she thought, like... Oh, I this thought, season. I thought during this, this filming, yeah. I think she thought she had one. Yeah. And then they were like... Sorry. Whatever happens yeah. next season, I feel like is the beginning. Or next episode feels like the beginning of it because, like, they find out that Camille said something about somebody behind somebody's back, and I think right. that's where it like. I can't remember who is saying something, but it's at this party that Kim shows up. At. See, this yeah. is this is the difference between Beverly Hills and New York. Is like they're fighting about like who said something like two weeks ago. <laughs> right. like, I like New York. We're just like fighting in Luann's roundhouse. The, the perfect <laughs> and not to spoil it, but like the perfect. Summation of what New York is as a show was that last it, that last little fight that happened in this most recent yeah. episode where the people who were fighting changed in the course of five minutes. <laughs> that shook me so much, and I love that that was the button that ended the episode because it was so perfect. It was like it was, and like, then they all laughed at each, themselves, and it was over. Yeah. I was like, "This Wild. is amazing." Back to this hellhole that is <laughs> I will say, Denise Richards, fucking a like, gift, iconic. a gift from the Lord. The fact that Moldu. she invited, she has such oh, good stories. She invited a sex worker into her home on Thanksgiving <laughs> because Charlie had brought her in and was. I loved her car. in the driveway. The way she tells that story too, where she's just like, "I'll fix her a plate." Like, <laughs> so, the, I the story she fix told, me a plate. The story she told a few weeks ago about her uh, divorce settlement and giving... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And she's just like, he should have better off. He should have given me that money. I wouldn't have lost it all. Yeah. I was just like, oh I yeah, would love to just like... She seems nice and grounded, but in a way that like... Sometimes these women who are just like, I'm above the fray, feel very like superior. And she's just like doing a really good job of being outside of the fray but interesting she seems yeah. smart yes. i don't think she like thinks she's above the fray i think no. she just like doesn't know what's going on right yeah. right yeah uh she's been wonderful but I love her, her other scenes with patrick muldoon her uh yes. muldoon her and Bar- barbara, barbara eden, eden from <laughs> when barbara eden said that thing about how a genie isn't a woman she's a she's a, a celestial being a, yeah or something like that like, <laughs> where she was like to get around the sexual politics of that whole thing i was just like this is amazing wow who media trained her well the patrick muldoon thing speaking of soap operas had me shook because the admission that lisa rinna that he and lisa rinna dated while they were playing brother and sister on days of our lives was very white something very, very lannister very right. much, yeah. It's very. Um, like, no, no, that's a good reference. That you got that. It's that very Florence Henderson <laughs> and Barry Jenkins. Mm, very 
Watts. Jen- no, Barry Watson was Seventh Heaven. Bar- no, not Barry Jenkins directed Moonlight. Sorry, Moonlight's been on my mind because it just came out on Netflix. Everyone should just go watch it. Run a Right after you or before you watch Pose, which Dan still hasn't watched. Oh, there's so much good stuff on Netflix right now. Yeah. What was his name? Because Barry Watson was the guy on Seventh Heaven. Barry... Something. Mm, Goldwater. <laughs> wow. That's who it was. Yes. Uh, we got to wear a cap sleeve. We got a paddle board. Kyle's going through so much. I do have to say, give Mauricio a, a weed, weed on every... Yes. yes. It's so wonderful. Although I will say, the little fakey fake way of like cutting these like silences were like... I can tell that like you're just cutting the parts of people mm. where other people are talking and yeah. they're listening to them. Yeah, like, right. It was still funny. It was crazy. Oh, I really want that pasta that was served in the cheese wheel. Uh, I don't want Fuck that. Fuck yes, <laughs> I do. Although, this is the other, like, like, Teddy gets on my nerves. And, like, this thing right. was just, like, I decided I would have pasta in, in the evening, which I never do. I know, I'm just, I, like, I, I, just shut, like, shut up. Is this, up. like, a thing, like, you could eat right. during, like, a daylight hour, but not during the evening? Well, it's, like, Oprah did that thing back in the day where, like, she said, stop eating. I don't know. It's so dumb. But You're Teddy's, not supposed to eat after a certain time of because it's like oh, yeah. you need to give your body time yeah, to digest yeah, before you go to bed yeah, yeah. that's a thing but like I'm sorry it's dinner time you can eat goddamn pasta we're in Hawaii we got a friggin cheese boat it in front of us so also good at that like rehearsal dinner whatever that was didn't it seem like they all like were like okay we're gonna go and Camille was like wanted ah. to like hang dance, and like, dance the night away yeah for sure uh what a beautiful wedding. It was not a beautiful <laughs> wedding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But you wrote tea. What I is wrote that tea. Mean? Oh, Renee's having tea. <laughs> <laughs> what she literally was having tea. Oh my God, poor Rena. She a trooper. She is a professional. I will of say, all these women. we've seen a lot less Harry Hamlin this season, and I don't like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we saw him camping. Yeah, and then he, like, went back. Thank you. Um, he went back to, like, Go, like he was back from like weeks away at camping, and I think he was packing to go away on another. Yeah, go on another He camps in um, Canada, right? Yeah. With uh, uh, Randy Gerber and Cindy Crawford. I, no. And Harry it. Styles was there once. Shut what? the fuck yeah. up! You know they're so all friends. Dense. They're all friends. I think they have houses next to each Wait, other. Wait, Harry's friend with friends with Hamlin. You just said, oh, you said Harry Styles. <laughs> no, I was very interested yeah, in that no. whole dynamic. No, Harry's friends with himself? No, Harry, Harry Styles is good friends with Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. Yes, we know that. Um, yes. Subject of my Fam- favorite blind items. Famously. And then Cindy Crawford couple. and Randy Gerber are friends with um, Harry Hamlin and Lisa Rinna. Yeah. And I think they both own property in the same area mm. in Canada. Okay. Love it. Let's m- move to the best show on television. New York City, baby. New York City. We're picking up like in the middle of a fight. Right. The fight between Luann and Luann Bethany. And Bethany which gets diffused a little bit better than I thought it was going to, I will say. Yeah. Like they're fighting and Bethany's like trying to pull an apology mm-hmm. out of her. And then Bethany, she has to take a call. <laughs> yes. But Luann keep on going, like, I just wish you would have showed up for me. It's like she was there for almost four hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, alright, I have a little bit of a take on this. Oh. Like I think, because, like, we've all been there at, like, a concert or whatever that is, like, waiting forever to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And part of you is just, like, what if I just went home? Like, what if I just, like, ditched this yeah. or whatever? And I think Bethany was feeling that. I don't think any of them actually wanted to see Luann perform. Yeah. And I think Bethany took the excuse of Luann being a half hour late to be, like, I could be here for another hour and a half. 
Or I could just be like, well, you weren't on time and I'm going no. home and I have a daughter. I think Bethany does do the the Bryn excuse a lot, which is whatever. It's her right. Yeah. That's that why you very... have children so you can have an excuse to leave things. That was a very huge part of season seven when she first returned. Yeah. Like, oh they, yeah, they, she's constantly going to Bryn. Heather and, Granted, she was younger. Heather then. and Kristen were like <laughs> yeah. calling her out about it all the time. And like, so Carol and Ramona had to be like, you need to spend more time with these women. Yeah. Although yes. like if... If she knew she was going on stage at 11, why would you show up at 8.45? Well, right. And I think part of that is just, like, understand the way that, like, concerts work. Yeah. Concerts don't start on time. Don't show, don't show up early. Yeah. Um, and I think the whole thing, just, like, you should have told us that you were going to be late. It's like, she was, like, getting ready for her show. Like, you can't expect that. And the other thing, I will say that, like, Bethany managed to touch on one thing that, like, Luann was trying to say that I was worried that was going to get bowled over, which was, like, Luann kept being, like, I wanted you to be there for me, and I thought... Because it sounds bad when somebody who was, like, dragged you through rehab or whatever, and you're just, like, I want you to be there. But she was meaning, like, I wanted you to see me doing well. Mm -hmm. And, like, that was, like... I thought that was real. And I think I, Bethany finally got that that's what she was saying. I love this. That's Luann's voice of reason. I am very... We, I'm, that we have never had said. <laughs> I'm <laughs> such a Luann apologist. I will admit to it. I, that being said, no, we need this. kind of acting like a monster. Oh, she's fully ways. acting like a monster. <laughs> like, like, absolutely. But, like, like, I mean, just, like, just... Just say you're sorry. Just say you're sorry. Well, that's the thing. Is, as much as, like, Ramona can't read a room when she's being, like, the room is being, like, just apologized. And, like, no, she Ramona, finally... No, Ramona will throw in an apology, but, but like... Yeah, it took her a while yeah, to yeah. get to that point. And I think Luann is, just needs to learn to just fake it sometimes. Yeah. Just fucking fake oh, it. Yeah, I love throwing apologies. Um, yeah, it's great. We're getting Paul, huh? Bethany's new boyfriend. Is this the first right. time he's, like, Luke we're calling did. him by his name? Is it? Maybe. But Bethany talks to him on the phone during this, like, in the middle of the fight, and then yeah. she says that he's very private. Mm. It's not that He's private. not that private. I, like, she, uh, he's on her Instagram all the time. I just saw he is commented... Is he an important person at all? I mean, you've done like... pretty Detective Pikachu. I'm, uh, <laughs> he's an important person to me. Um, <laughs> so, no, he's a... He, it seems like he invests in a lot of things, including a lot mm. of films. Okay. And so, Cameo. Yeah. Oh. He invested in Cameo, like the company. Okay. He, you know that movie Heart, Hearts Beat Loud or whatever? Yes. It's a good movie. He, he was part of producing that in some way. Okay. Um, a kid like Jake, he was part of producing that in some way. Uh, it was Jim Parsons and Claire Danes having a child who's gender nonconforming. Oh. Never heard of yeah. it. Okay. So he's does movie. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. He doesn't post a lot on social, like in his feeds, but he does like a lot of content and comment a lot on stuff. Yeah, and Brennan's in the likes. Um, I'm in the likes, and oh. he uh, seems to have really good progressive politics. That's good. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be a super fan of like folks like AOC, a lot of the new Congress okay. people like that, which is interesting. Good, because I think Bethany could who... get pushed either way with degrees <laughs> on that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I stand Paul, but I don't think he's a private person. Yeah. I mean, he no, doesn't he's want to be a private show. person. Is a very like, yeah, it's a very convenient. Like, we knew less it. about Dennis at this point in their relationship, right? Yeah, we knew less about Dennis when he was on the show. Yeah, and by we, I mean me, because I'm the only one who's done this like work. Yeah, <laughs> you've done the work. I liked how Bethany brought him up as a way to diffuse that argument at the end too, where she was like. She was like, Dennis always says, like, you, can, you can't keep track of it. Like, oh, yeah. people are arguing one way or the other. And, yeah. like, that's what diffused the argument. People I thought that was nice. People loved it. Yeah. Well, I love how it moved from the, from the living room 
five feet into the bedroom. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will say, again, this is me defending Luann and whatever. I thought they were too mean about the house in uh, Kingston. I thought, especially Tinsley. Tinsley's really getting on my nerves this season. Oh. Well, like, I think she's sort of talking out of school. Like, of all of the people who have, like, the right to be fully mm. fed up with Luann, Tinsley's the least of them. Yeah, and, like, Tinsley is the one being like, this house would drive me to drink, too. And just, like, this town is stupid. I don't want to go see, you know, I'm, I regret that I went and saw this, like, you know. Money can't buy me I've, I've been, like, singing that in my head. She needs to have an All appreciation that. for camp or something. Because, like, oh, yes. as Margarita is camp. Margarita. Thank you. Absolutely. That is notes on Absolutely. camp. Would she have rather been, like, I don't know, like, with the other three and their sort of, like, deep interpersonal pain like she wouldn't have had a better time there either she wouldn't have fit in because she doesn't know she's not a mother to a daughter that's right a to, single to, mother to, to daughter. one daughter they had to clarify that and then i was like sonia's that right now but that's what my point sonia wasn't in on they that. were trying to clarify that i think to not offend luann because luann has like that's a daughter and a son yeah, yeah they were like they didn't want to leave her out uh so I, it's like so weird that ramona was not at this fight like in my brain like she wasn't missing but then she showed up later with the cake and the flowers. Always has a lot of stuff going on when she arrives. Yes. Constantly. Yeah. I love, who was the one who called out Luann for not knowing what the gift was when she opened it? Because that's fully true. And Luann really tried to play it off. Where she's oh, like, yeah. I know, it's a candle. Like, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. So, like, weirdly, we're in the, we're at the table that Ramona's family oh, of six. The how, is, how does Ramona always stumble into? This is when she like had the breakdown with the pile of leaves. Yeah, well, that, was, that was the Berkshires. Making That's money, right. not she always, she always stumbles into these like like personal traumas of. But hers. this was probably the best Ramona has ever come off. I loved yes. her like look gazing at things in uh what's not Kingston? What's the other town? Rhinecliff. Yeah, loved it. Also, it's funny. So I said looking at signs. <laughs> last night, I went to a friend's house because one of our friends is huluing his way through Real Housewives of New York City, mm. and he had gotten to Scary Island. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we were just like, nope, we're all going to get together and watch yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, in Scary Island, I had forgotten, comes right on the heels of Bethany's dad dying. So right, it's a lot yeah. of Bethany and Ramona bonding over yeah. that stuff. And, like, it's so funny that I watched that last night and then I watched this morning that episode, this most recent episode where they also now are back to bonding over their dad's stuff. Right. Was it also the beginning of Luann's music It was career? the first episode. <laughs> it introduces, that's why I thought it was so funny. It was like, it's not only all of Scary Island, but it begins with Luann's music career and it ends, that three episode arc ends with Jill ice skating. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so much goodness in I three mean, episodes. Like, could you imagine back then what Lou's music career no. now? Well, it's funny because <laughs> I said to my friend Ryan, who's the one who's uh, watching it for the first yeah. time, I was like, you don't understand the shockwaves that went through the community when that trailer <laughs> for the season premiered and I we just saw that. that little snippet of her singing yeah. and it was just like what the fuck right. is and going on we got on? the snippet of Bethany yelling go to sleep go to sleep yes yeah wow. yeah, yeah it was quite the moment um All right so we're in that restaurant to my daughter Ramona I bequeath nothing oh <laughs> ice cold my god wait so it seems it sounds like she has three siblings and she, 
Maybe she's friends with one of them. Is that we the, one that, the, the one that she's friends with we've met? We met her in Sister? season seven. She yeah. was like, at the beginning of season seven, she came out to the Hamptons. Yeah. And was oh, like, you that, have good memories. Yeah. I, I watch. I rewatched season seven a lot because it's yeah. season seven like the best it's season. Remind me what happens in it's season seven. Comes back. Bethany goes back into Ren's first season. Yes. So, so it's, it's like, like the like, start of the modern. And, yes. and yes. Heather. Heather, Carol, and Kristen are still there. Right. So it's like we've got like eight wives at that yeah, point. Yeah. Is that Heather flinging open the curtain? Get up! Yes. In Tur- yes. Is it Turks and Caicos they're yeah. in? Or yeah. St. Bart's? One, yeah. Yeah. One or the other. Heather, the, that visual of Heather flinging those curtains open is... That's me on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Get up! God, vacation. So um, but yeah, Ramona's sister we've met. One of Ramona's sisters we've met before. We spent time with her. Yeah. She was at Bethany's house. Not Bethany's house. Luann's house when she just moved to that little house. Yeah. Uh, she was at a brunch that they tried to have with Dorinda. It just... She she never panned out. She never panned out when she could have. Yeah. Not yeah. iconic like Melinda. Mm. Yeah. Not a Melinda medley. <laughs> Melinda <laughs> Melinda medley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got a Joni flashback in. <gasps> Which? This. Do you know about Joni? No. Okay, so Joni <laughs> was, <I> do. <clears throat> was Ramona's like best friend. Season one, two, two three. three. Those Maybe early four. seasons are very hate. I remember a lot of tennis in those early she seasons. She had like not much else. Dark Jet long, black, hair. black hair. Okay. And would just be like at lunch with Ramona. Yeah. When we needed a scene where Ramona was explaining something. Yeah. Every time I see an old episode of New York Housewives, I scan the background for Dorinda because I imagine I'll see her in something. She's been she's been around. She was yeah. in season four at the anti-bullying event. Yeah. Was she? Oh my God. And Barbara was in season three. <laughs> mm. oh. I bet you Barbara is all over this show. If you ever go back, can yeah. we talk about Barbara picking up the that guy man? with the hair? Yes, who looks like Ozzy from Survivor? I don't know if that's a reference that any of you will get. No, but, no. Okay. Well, like a, a carrot top esque, <laughs> but without the carrot. <laughs> True. But I, I love that we got to visit her like one on one with him. Yes. Her sexuality has been policed a lot on this show, oh, I will right. say. They've really, like, yeah. they don't, they're very, like, I don't understand bisexuality. I, I don't think. And this is a very Kinsey middle, like, they're all their Kinsey scales are very, like, mushy middle. Sonia. They're all people. trying to, like, even, like, Dorinda, like, like, joking around with Bethany and, like, trying to, like, kiss her ass. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, you all are very touchy-feely with one another. Yeah. You have no place to judge, uh, uh, what's her face? So they, they filmed the reunion this past week. Oh. <clears throat> the main girls all like did some mishmash. And then Barbara's like guest look, I thought she's the best dress <laughs> of them all. I'm sorry. I posted on Better Facebook. or worse than Raquel and her tool nightmare. Better. <laughs> I posted on our Facebook group, uh, Walmart versus Chanel. Oh my god, you're a I mean, living troll doll. Barbara looked so stunning, and I, got, I grabbed that from Barbara's stylist, who posted oh, wow. on his uh, Instagram story. What else happened? Oh, oh Terrapin. Oh, no, so we split yes. off. We split off into two different groups. The yeah. Turtle group, and then the the Crown, which... The Crown? Is that what it was called? That's where they went to... Is that the, the... A bar full of queens, according to Tensley? <laughs> Wait, I want to be a gay that, like... You will be. A Hudson Valley gay? Uh, I, I, I honestly a, see Hudson that in your weird, depressing future. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. 
But like they they're having so much fun. I yes. think <laughs> that's the thing. Like these people don't care. That's why I thought like when Dorinda's like I grew up in these neighborhoods. Like you're not gonna find this like fabulous singer at a cabaret bar. It's just like no, they're gonna find this beautiful yeah. insane whatever like, this is a mishmash. Yes, like this is fun for all these people. And, and shut up. And like Sonia yeah. dancing with one of them. Being yeah. Like, Are you gay? And he's like, yeah. This kind of reminds me of when I went to my where my sister lives in Maryland, mm. like this very small town in Just Maryland. Just like finding a gay community. And like there were like yeah. all of their friends were gay. All yeah. the locals were gay. Yeah. It's like I love the locals. Gay people have to exist somewhere yeah. that's not in New York City. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's a bar called Terrapin in Maryland because that is what their uh, university athletic program, the Terrapins, oh. that's, that was Juan Dixon. He was a Maryland Terrapin. Juan Dixon! Oh my God, it all comes together. <laughs> I want to be a Maryland Terrapin. Yeah. Um, I believe in you. Okay, so what's the name? Margarita. What a beautiful woman. Money can't buy you class. Money, I like. I was driving home. Money can't buy you class. <laughs> it really is an earworm. It'll stick with you. How much did she get paid by Luann? I zero, zero dollars, not a cent. But like, did Luann ship her? I, I couldn't like wrap my head around because during Margarita's speech, she was like, "I she brought me." To this place where I am going to perform. Right, I thought we were going to the place to see. But Margarita. the way the way Luann was saying it was like, oh, like she's like the the staple oh, in this town. Also, like Luann set up that night rather than like stopped in on a night that, yeah. is, that happens all the time. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, she went to like a furniture store in the Hudson Valley, grabbed a couple gays, <laughs> put them in front of her. opened a bar. <laughs> Honestly, I would go willingly if she yeah. ever like just grabbed me by the arm and was just like, come here. Same. Uh, what a, what right, a, the Terrapin, the three Terrapin sisters, uh, Ramona, Dorinda, and Bethany, which to me, this was, I think, the best scene I've ever seen on this show. Yeah. Yeah, it was sweet. Like, talking about life and, like, the shit they've been through. And that's why I love that, like, the next morning, Dorinda was picking a fight I know, she like, could not wait to fight with Ramona. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. But when, when, when Dorinda said to Bethany, like, I just like Bethany's talking about everything. She's like, I'm sorry for every mean thing I've ever said to you. Yeah. Like, made my heart explode. I think this show is actually at its best two times. Dorinda and Bethany getting along well. And Ramona and Bethany getting along well. Yes, yes. And also, like, Bethany this season's just, like, in... So easy breezy. He's a breeze that, like, she hasn't been in several years. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I love her for it. Wow. Well, she's about to go off on several occasions if the trailer yeah. has anything to do with it. Oh, yeah. So we wake up in the hotel, and this scene also had me, like, screaming to oh, her when, over When she's, like, a, yes. a mishmash mess, and then uh, Tinsley walks in with her hair straight. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the shots of, like, the bottles all around. Yes, the yeah, bottles. The, oh, like, my God. The wine bottles strewn about. Yes, yeah. that's really something. Ooh. So you know they went back after Terrapin and just, like, got lit. Yes. Well, at least they're doing it there and not in the fucking roundhouse, like Sonia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. Okay, the oh. only thing about that roundhouse is that... Stove and oven in the bedroom is fucking insane. I know. Uh, yeah. That is what like that house is not big big enough to need that. Like, I mean, there's only two bedrooms. Yes. So why fuck? do we need two kitchens? Is it? And it's not even just a full kitchen. It's just like it feels like it's yeah. just a stove. Is it fully around us or is it like a half moon? I th- I think it's like a not a half moon but like a half circle. A half circle. I can't picture it being like round all around. Because if we yeah because. 
we there would be more rooms. Yeah, they were around just like yeah, uh, facing the Hudson. Okay. Yeah. Mm, that would make sense. You yeah. should make your new house round. No, it's going to be straight. <laughs> straight pride. Jeez. Straight pride. <laughs> Enterprise month. Oh my god. Um, one last thing that I liked that Sonia kept on saying, she kept on doing this bit about a brick, like she oh, said. Oh, yeah, when we woke up the next morning and fought again. Yeah. Between Dorinda and Ramona, she wants to attach the brick to. Well, at first it was Ramona, and then at the end, when it was realized that Sonia's the pot stirrer, she was like, okay, put the brick on me! <laughs> Wait, Sonia is actually this season the queen of just like. Saying things that you can very it's easily miss. It's the most I've liked Sonia in many seasons. Yeah, we'll it's also the most I've liked Bethany many seasons. The only person who's like not coming off great is Lou. Although yeah, you're the Lou I'll stick, I will. I will. I will apologize for her. I feel like I still don't love where Dorinda's head is at this season, and I she think Tinsley bad. has lost me. I think Tinsley has fully lost me. I think Dorinda started bad, but I think the past few episodes she's come across. She's coming better. around better. You can still tell she's like. She's not. She's not fully forgiven Luann for yeah. calling out. Because here's the thing with Dorinda that has remained unsaid is she has a bigger drinking problem than Luann does, <laughs> and she does not want to get called out for it. And that yeah. is going to happen. Like that's waiting down the road for mm-hmm. her. Like I don't know. What do you think? We saw the preview for next week. What do you think is the context of Sonia like falling well it almost table. it almost looked like Bethany was saying like go to sleep and then like using like and then she stuck her hand out and I was just like sleep and she fell <laughs> she's like falling into the table did you see the way she fell too like her it legs like, go out from under her and she yes, like, like just fall her face almost like hit yes! the table that's how you lose all your teeth man. oh my god like, I like yeah well can't wait to go to Miami <laughs> how many episodes do you think we have left I think it's gonna be a a 15er okay I think this might be, this might have been like 11 or 12. Well, like, Barbara alluded to when she filmed the reunion, she posted something being like, don't worry, there's plenty more left. And then there were rumors, like, when Lou's court thing came up today, that Lou, that they filmed the reunion early because they, they knew, it was coming. knew the court thing was coming and, like, they didn't know what would come and of they it. Wanted to she have can't her. miss two right. reunions. Right. So we might have an Atlanta situation where it's like, we have the trip, and then we come back, and we have like no, a lot more. I don't think so. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll watch what we'll happens. We'll yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's time for. Okay, so we already talked about Drag Race. We'll talk about the talking points next week of the reunion. But let's get to the freak of the week and the Montreal Queen. The freak this week is a very interesting story, fresh out of Page Six. It is Chris Larita. So Page Six is reporting. Jacqueline Lorita's husband has turned to Facebook Marketplace to get rid of the couple's personal items as they struggle to sell their New Jersey mansion. Chris Lorita has listed at least 14 items, including a distressed leather sofa, originally priced at $27,000, a crystal chandelier for $5,000, a dining room table, and a toy storage unit. A sofa for $27,000? I was thinking that, too. I was like, (laughs) $2,700? Where do you go for the sofa? I don't know. Uh, So Chris also shared that he is willing to part with some movie memorabilia, including a signed Godfather 1 movie poster, (laughs) a signed Sopranos picture, a Donnie Brasco plaque that has already sold for $300. (laughs) He is also selling a poker table, which uh, New Jersey fans will recall... Was once featured on the show. Um, he said it needs a little TLC, 
and the original price was two thousand. Was he gave it away for two thousand dollars, but he originally listed it for fifteen thousand dollars. That's ambitious. The online flea market sale comes as Jacqueline and Chris have been trying to move out of their Franklin Lakes home for nearly five years. According to NJ.com, they've had to cut the price three times from $2.8 million to $1.95 million, and they are facing foreclosure proceedings. Mm. Sure. Guys, let's go buy a cheap mansion. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris confirmed in the Facebook marketplace uh, to NJ.com, and he said it has nothing to do with foreclosure proceedings. He also said, why can't somebody write something positive about a family pulling up their bootstraps and moving on to bigger and better opportunities? What we're doing is a good thing and is best for our family's future. We're looking forward to it. I don't know about bigger. This is definitely a downsizing. We can admit that. The one thing I wanted to mention was Brendan brought this to my attention weeks ago on Gchat because Brendan is friends with Chris Lurie on Facebook. Like it wasn't he for a time your number one house husband? He was, but not currently. That that's like 2016 era. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we started this, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Podcast, many years ago, many, many moons ago. God, when did we get to end? Um, yeah, I noticed it years ago. I mean, weeks ago. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, good luck to the smaller and better things. Good luck. Yes. Who's our one true queen, Brendan? The View. And why is that? We talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> the cover of New York Times Magazine, Baby. The most important show on television. I'm going to find that cover, and I think I'm going to um, frame it. Frame you should, it. Yeah. you should get it poster-sized. And yeah. Frame it. That's beautiful art. Where do you get that? Um, well, I'll do some research for you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm sure the Times offers, like, sells prints or something. Yeah. Got to make money somehow. Talk to someone yeah. at the Times. I'm sure. Tweet at us, New York Times. Doesn't it come out over the weekend, technically? Like, can oh, yeah, I like, like, buy it out of like a. You can buy it in front of like the actual. But you yeah, need a bigger yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't want a bigger okay. version. Okay. Like, like no, you want it more discreet. Like a wall okay. size. Yeah. No, like that size might be. Okay, nice. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, as they point to something that people <laughs> listening to. You know, there. <laughs> Guys, you can't see it, but it's really. <laughs> it's the right size. It's the right size. So thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe, you guys. What I, know a I, I know I had to like badger my way. No, but like, no, we, we uh, needed a summer house voice, and you. I was glad I was able to to vocalize my n- thoughts. Not only did you provide a voice of the reason one for thing summer I house, will say about summer house that I didn't get into yeah. is whenever they do that four quadrant shot, and you know you're oh. going to see butt soon. It's so nice. What, oh, a, yeah. what a delight! It's such a promise that they keep every <laughs> single time. It's so nice to have a promise kept. That is very and true. And also great to have a Luann. Apologist. Voice of reason. I will, yeah. Someone's going to argue If the I have side. to be that, if I have to exist this way in the world, <laughs> yes. I'm glad I can provide a service. So where can our listeners find you, Joe? Sure. You mentioned my podcast, This Had Oscar Buzz. We're on Twitter at had underscore Oscar underscore buzz. I'm managing editor at primetimer.com. You should check that out. We do some good TV coverage. Championing Summerhouse on there as well. Championing mm. Summerhouse. We'll talk about Bravo a lot because if I'm the, as long as I'm editor there, I will approve pitches for Bravo stuff. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Joe Reed. Reed is spelled R E I D. Amazing. Nice. Where can we find you, Dan? Oh, you can find me at IDKIDK on Twitter. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, and you can find me at Nonbrendan. Oh, okay. Uh, you can get merch at comethroughqueen.com/store. Get some merch for BravoCon and show your Come Through Queen pride. Yeah. 
If you're in town for BravoCon, let us know. No, we're going to talk about this. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we are. No. You can call us at 717-473. They should give you a booth at BravoCon. Give them a booth. That's, all, them a booth. that's all Dan wants. He wants a booth yes. that no one will come to. He yeah, wants a panel, a panel that no one will come to. <laughs> I want a Jules Weinstein panel. Oh my God, a Jules Weinstein panel. A two-on-one I Jules Weinstein. I want them to reunite an old show. That's what I want to put out into yes. the universe. Yes. That's the, your panel. Do That's Kel my on Earth. Do Kel on Earth. Kel, I would moderate the fuck out of a Kel on Earth panel. I love Kel on Earth Emily so much. Skinner, bring her back. Oh my god, Sarah Skinner. No, was it, was it not Emily Skinner? Oh my god. No. Oh, you know, I, don't, I didn't watch that. It was something. It was some, her something name was Skinner. Skinner. Oh my yeah. god. Stephanie Skinner. Stephanie yes. Skinner. Stephanie Skinner. That's because there was, was Stephanie Voorhees. Yes. Yes. And cool. Stephanie Skinner yelled, Stephanie Voorhees, I'm very upset with you right now or something like that. I loved that <laughs> show. Very sick. Um, uh, you can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And I think that's pretty much it. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love me, love me, please retweet. We'll see you, see you next, next week, week bitch. Bye. Bye. <laughs>